everyone. Welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Let's hope Nashville doesn't kick away a great opportunity as FIFA plans their Music City visit. Germantown, now known as the Foodie Neighborhood, gains another great slice of the Nashville food scene. And go ahead and swim to the other side of the Cumberland because we're bringing you part two of our East Bank update. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. Aaron, have you seen the uh, the beautiful photos of the Nashville Soccer Club Stadium uh, being built? I've only seen what I've uh, seen with my eyes drive, driving past Wedgwood, Houston, just the big sides of the stadium going up. And I haven't seen anything else on the inside, uh, but I've seen what's on the outside. And it's an impressive shell so far. Yeah, it's an impressive shell. But they also they announced a uh, like premier honky tonk that's going to be part of the stadium. It's called WeHo Club, and there's a lot of controversy of course it about would be. it because there's no honky tonks in Wedgwood, Houston. <laughs> so it's just it's really interesting. But I mention all of that because FIFA looks like they're coming to visit Nashville in July. All right, as Stewart said, Nashville is trying to continue to lead the United States in being the number one sports city in America and having the FIFA world cup in 2026, I think would be an incredible part of that. Um, so it, landing the tournament, according to news channel five could mean thousands of international soccer fans descending on music city and huge economic activity will also come with it. So FIFA is planning to tour Nissan Stadium this July, um, which is which is very interesting because uh, you would think that maybe an attempt would be made to go into the uh, the new soccer stadium. But I know Nissan Stadium's capacity is just larger, Uh, but, you know, both aren't bad to have in a city. Uh, But but FIFA is coming to Nashville, going to meet at Nissan Stadium to see what this looks like. And, you know, this actually fits in. We talked about, gosh, maybe a week, a week and a half ago, we talked about upgrades being announced uh, from the state level uh, to Nissan Stadium. And uh, with FIFA coming to plan a visit in Nashville for July, that makes a lot of sense to go ahead and have on the books the money already reserved for several upgrades for Nissan Stadium. If you remember a few years ago, there was the Mexico versus the United States game that happened at Nissan Stadium. I think this was 2017, 2018. And there was over 63,000 fans that attended that game. And then for the Nashville Soccer Club for the first game, wasn't it sold out? I believe it was either very close to sold out. Oh, I, or I definitely it like, think it was sold it was out. Like 58,000 people came to that game. Right. Yeah. No, I definitely think it was it was sold out. So um, we the tournament, if if FIFA were to come to Nashville, the tournament would be held jointly uh, and hosted by 16 cities in the United States, uh, which I think there are only like 17 teams left in the bid. So uh, I hope that uh, we will be a part of it. Uh, actually, 17 U.S. cities for 10 spots, 16 cities total for FIFA uh, between, I believe, uh, the United States, the United States, Mexico and Canada. So we are hoping to be one of those 10 cities in the U.S. I think with our record of the NFL draft, if we did not have that, I think this would be a lot closer than it is. But I do believe Nashville will get one of those 10 spots for the 2026 Cup. 
Yeah, I think we could pull it off, and I think we have the resources to be able to pull off exactly what FIFA is looking for. You know, and FIFA is probably looking for good local food, too. You I know? am every day of my life. <laughs> it's what we do. It's hope, probably what FIFA will do as as well. Um, and uh, if, you were, if you were taking a FIFA representative around town, first off, where would you take them? Well, it depends on uh, – it, it, honestly, it depends on what they're looking for because if they are international – and they want international scene, then that's different than if they want some good American food. Yeah. Right. So uh, tailgate would be a great place that I think I would take them. Joey's is a great place that I would take them. So, I mean, there's tons of options for where to go. It just depends on what you want. Yeah, I'll probably take them to a higher end restaurant in general, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, the Continental or the JW or, or JW uh, Bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bourbon. yeah. <laughs> uh, but speaking of restaurants, there is a restaurant that has two locations in Nashville already, one in the Gulch and then another one in Green Hills. And then uh, one in Franklin, too, I believe. Maybe. And uh, there. Oh, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. No, it's only in Green Hills and the Gulch. But they're expanding to Germantown. So they're going to have three of the G, uh, like Green Hills, Gulch, Germantown. Germantown. <laughs> we only go to neighborhoods with G. G's. <laughs> yeah. So they have, uh, okay, so it's not Franklin. They have other spots in Virginia, Philadelphia, D.C. Um, but they are, they're moving into germantown which already i believe has three was it three three one two pizza yes um so it won't be like the first uh pizza place in germantown um but good burgers good pizza i've not been you've been to emmy squared yeah so uh, i've been to the green hills location and i had a bite of their pizza it was good uh and then i had their burger which a lot of people have said the best burgers in nashville are from emmy squared it's it's a great burger but it's not one of my favorite burgers yeah well maybe their pizza will be their redemptive factor in germantown i probably need to go and eat more pizza well i mean they're i mean it's a brooklyn place so you, that's that's got some credibility to it for pizza already well they uh they specialize in detroit style pizza they're so what is from, what is detroit style pizza uh i'm not really sure from detroit <laughs> I've, had, I've only had it like once or twice i can't i i'm a new york guy all the way through yeah can't uh can't <laughs> I can't justify yeah. buying Detroit pizza when I know New York pizza <laughs> is better. Right, exactly. I under, I understand that now. Okay, so continuing with the pizza thing, I want to talk about uh, a place that I ate locally. I uh, went to DeSano's Pizza, the Tumumbrian Hill location, and this was on Saturday. This was Derby Day. I went for lunch. Tumumbrian uh, Hill was packed. For the I mean, Derby? No, no, not necessarily. Just because it was a good Saturday, a very sunny Saturday in Nashville, it was very much packed. Uh, but Tosano sadly was not. Um, but I mean, it's uh, all everybody's going for the bars and everything that are right there off of the street. Desano's is is tucked away uh, behind that building. It is. It's tucked away. It may be only a place that locals know about. I hope not. But. Um, I mean, the food was absolutely incredible. So I hope it continues to get busier. Um, I believe I, I, I can't even pronounce what I got because I wanted to try more of an Italian type pizza. Your kind of traditional, uh, a, a lot less sauce, more cheese. Uh, there were cherry tomatoes on it. 
um, some basil. So, I mean, it was really good. And I can't remember what it's called. I could see it in my head, but I can't say it because I can't, <laughs> I can't <laughs> but I, visualize the full name. But I got a nine inch pie. Um, and for anybody who doesn't know, DeSanos, all their ingredients are, are flown in from Italy. They're all sitting on the, like these trays around you. So you can see all the ingredients that they work with. The brick ovens are... Uh, the, the brick ovens with wood flames are just burning right behind you. So you can see your pizza going in and it was delicious. The flavor was so good. Uh, I really love a crust that's in one of those ovens, uh, because it is, it's incredible. I could have eaten two of those things. It was incredible, but yeah. So if you're looking for uh, like a really good pizza, DeSano's, Demumbrian Hill, um, one have Bellevue the, place yep. and fifth and broad. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're not. No, they are fully open fifth and broad. Yes. I'm confusing assembly food hall South. Cause there's another pizza restaurant going in there, I believe. <laughs> so, uh, I also had pizza and I went to tailgate brewery, which location, uh, my house. I just got, to go. <laughs> uh, and which one did you pick up from the midtown one? Okay. Very uh, nice. And so literally, house. literally like two steps away from the DeSantos yeah. that I went to, but this was on Sunday. So we weren't even, near Oh, I'm so close. Uh, so I had the jerk chicken. Uh, or Jamaican jerk, jerk chicken. Pizza. Okay. Okay. It was good. It wasn't like the jerk I wanted. Like if I'm getting jerk chicken, I want a jerk. Okay. Like, what, I, is, what is, what is, what was missing from the jerk? Just like the, like that big kick at the okay. end. So more hot. Um, but it, like jerk chicken isn't like necessarily spicy. It just like throws your palate off. Okay. That's the thing I like about it. Kind of like Cajun. A little yeah, bit. Exactly. It's uh, not too spicy. It's going to burn your mouth, but you still get a lot of you get the, you flavor get, in there. You just get that like punch at yeah. the end. <laughs> uh, and then I also had a slice of the Hawaiian pizza, which is always delicious. It is. That used to be like my, I, I'm a little more adventurous now with their pizza, but I used to get like a personal pan Hawaiian and their garlic knockers and boom. And then you'd be it all was set. great. And I had one of their delicious ciders. Oh, did you? Yeah, I don't remember what name of it. So just a <laughs> you got, and you got it to go? Yeah, we got it to go. Thank you, Tennessee. Yeah, and that's going <laughs> to stay in the state for another three years. There you go. All right, let's head over to Explorers Nashville Tip of the Day. For Explorers Nashville Tip of the Day, it's a great day to book a restaurant for Sunday because Sunday is Mother's Day and uh, restaurants reservations fill up really fast here in Nashville. Yes. And uh, right now, because restaurants will still not be able to operate at 100 percent right now, even though it's pretty dang close, like <laughs> I really don't think anybody's going to be issuing citations if a restaurant is operating above their 75 percent capacity right now who is time for that uh, right um but uh, reservations most likely for the places you want to go uh, have either already filled up or will be filling up fast um so make sure to find a restaurant that you like in nashville uh, we're going to put a link in our bio for a few places on mother's day that come highly recommended uh, so that link will be will be in our uh, show notes to so make sure to take a look uh, at that. But yes, reservations need to be put in now. Um, that's just kind of the, the Nashville way. If you want to 
go anywhere a few days early. Uh, there's also a few places that are having like dedicated meal options. Uh, so the let's see, I'm on the link. That's right what now. your fancy restaurants yeah, will do. The state, uh, state Stephen. Uh, it's sixty dollars a person, and they have like a four. Oh, course Saint meal. Stephen. Stephen, yeah. Uh, they have a four course meal with prefix menu for Mother's Day. Uh, Gray and Dudley, um, which is in a 21C hotel, it's forty five dollars a person. Three course brunch meal. Oh, that sounds uh, so, so good. There's a lot of different options, and you some of these menus are already dedicated to Mother's Day. All right, there you go. That is Explorers Nashville tip of the day. Today's episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Screen Threads. If you're looking for Nashville-themed merchandise, look no further. Our listeners can use the code Nashville Daily to get 10% off their next online order and person visit. You can find them inside the Marathon Village or head to ScreenThreads.com. All right, so the weather this past weekend was absolutely gorgeous, uh, especially on Saturday. And, you know, if you got out this past Saturday... And you wondered, man, I wonder what I could do with my day. Well, we have some solutions for you. Uh, you can and should take a walking tour. Uh, let me clarify, a historical walking tour of downtown Nashville. And if, if that sounds exciting to you, then you are absolutely the person who needs to go on this tour. Uh, if you just want to get your steps in and maybe learn a thing or two along the way, this is something that will exceed your expectations. And if you just need to get out of the house, this is definitely for you as well. So if you want to take a historical tour of downtown Nashville, we've got all of our tour times uh, and uh, everything that you need uh, for booking a tour at xplrtours.com, xplrtours.com. And for our Nashville daily folks, if you want 20% off at checkout, all you have to do is enter discount code NASH. That's all caps in a SH for 20% off at checkout, uh, xplrtours.com and uh, take a tour with Stuart. Uh, tickets for this weekend are going fast. Uh, Saturday is already sold out. So Friday is really the only option for this wow. weekend. So. All right. So. There you go. Or <laughs> we're going to have to open up some more times. I love it. Uh, but xblrtours.com. Um, if, if there's something on there you have questions about, let us know. DM us on Instagram. Text us 615-392-1358. And, uh, and we'll, we'll do our best to accommodate you there. Okay. So uh, just across from where we do our tours, uh, you, you put on your swimmies and go across the Cumberland. I still regret like even thinking about swimming across the Cumberland. Especially with what's coming out of Clarksville. You remember oh. us talking about that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got to dig that out of the archives. Uh, but yeah, no, no, you can just go over the pedestrian bridge and, and you'll land in this spot called the East Bank. If you've been following us for a while, been listening to the podcast, you're probably very familiar with the East Bank. Uh, we've kind of started a, a little small mini series on an update to the East Bank because uh, we did this kind of at the beginning of 2021. Uh, but now it's actually time for a lot of updates because of, I mean, honestly, I think it is things like FIFA, things like Oracle that are driving a lot of the development that's happening along uh, these lines. And so when you have big things like that coming in, you see the state and the city really start to move and make some decisions um, on, you know, what's going to be down in this East, in this East bank area. Yesterday, we talked about a, a, a few things that should get you re-familiarized with the East bank if you are not already. So if you want to 
pause and then go listen to that and come back here and uh, get your East Bank fill so you're up to date, then then do that. If this is your first time learning about the East Bank, make sure to go through our archives. Just search, search East Bank and there's a lot of info on that or just kind of follow along with the articles that we have here. Uh, today, we're going to get a little bit specific and talk about one of the largest things to come to Nashville's East Bank right now. And this is Oracle, a company out of California, moving, I think, their fourth headquarters, um, which is no small thing at all. They're moving their fourth headquarters to Nashville, and the Nashville Business Journal highlights uh, a few of the things that are going to be uh, going through the paperwork of Nashville uh, for the finalization of Oracle's plans. Uh, so last week, according to the Nashville Business Journal, last week, Metro Documents disclosed more specifics on the projected impact on Oracle Corp's proposed Nashville Riverfront Tech campus and incentives tied to it. And then if you skip down a little bit in the article, uh, it says, if Oracle commits to Nashville, the Fortune 100 company would be making the biggest job announcement in state history and the fourth largest business investment in state history. The computer software and cloud computing company is under contract to buy 65 acres of land in River North, which uh, there's around 80 acres available in river north yeah and they're going to be buying 65 of that <laughs> which is wild that's a large sum of land <laughs> uh and it's going to be dubbed on uh on the cumberland river yep uh and then on average oracle aims to employ 2500 people by the end of 2027 and average annual wages of 110,000 plus benefits the projected headcount leaps to about 8500 by the end of 2031 by which point oracle expects to be fully built uh, it's 1.2 million square foot office. All right. So let's look at a few other numbers for how this is going to impact the city of Nashville. Uh, so like Stuart said, the fully projected headcount for uh, for 2031, 8,521 employees. Their annual payroll will be $1.1 billion. I hope their accounting uh, department is really good. Because <laughs> your uh, Fortune 100 company, I'm yeah, sure it I, is. I assume uh, Oracle would contribute two billion dollars a year to the state's gross domestic product, which is three hundred and seventy six billion dollars pre pandemic. The Nashville metro area tallies one hundred and thirty eight billion dollars. I didn't All realize right. our gross domestic product was that high in the state of Tennessee. Well, yeah, that's because it's not our budget. It's just the money that moves moves out, uh, which we don't get to. We don't get to see those on the budget forms, uh, no, we do unfortunately. Um, the construction. This is one of the cool parts that we don't get to highlight a lot. Uh, but thankfully, because this is a large enough project, we get to see some of these numbers. The construction would directly employ ten thousand and fifty one full-time equivalent workers who would earn an estimated 673.4 million in wages, which is pretty wild. Construction would generate 16.1 million in local sales taxes. All right. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> that's absolutely incredible. Um, Oracle will craft a plan to involve small minority and women owned businesses in construction of the $175 million of public infrastructure. The goal will be funneling quote, at least 20% to extend, uh, to the extent feasible of the hard construction cost to those kind of companies, which we talked about this before with the Nashville soccer club stadium building, anything that literally discriminates and give special privileges based on sex, gender, race, anything like that is, is generally just a not a good idea. 
uh, for the long run. So uh, I mean, they're just going to go for it. Uh, the 25 year clock on reimbursements to Oracle will begin immediately. Meaning we don't know exactly. The state has not disclosed all of the incentive packages and neither has the city. The 25 year clock is actually with the city, not with the state. Okay. So this is with the city. This is with the, uh, the incentives that the city is offering Oracle, um, there's a 25 year clock apparently on the, the payment of these incentives to the city. And I believe it has to do with some of the sales tax that is generated by Oracle or the, uh, some of those costs you were talking about this earlier. Yeah. So, uh, the $175 million that's going to infrastructure Oracle is paying that upfront. Uh, so the city of Nashville doesn't have to pay that huge cost up front. And then Nashville is paying them back so over Nashville, 25 years. Yeah. So Nashville will be paying them back. So they're going to be splitting whatever sales tax revenue comes in uh, from that area. No, property tax. Whatever property tax revenue comes in from that gotcha. land is going to be split between Nashville and Oracle. And then in 25 years, they'll either pay Oracle fully back or the 25 years will close out the deal and then everyone's equally paid out. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Oracle is uh, also, they're not requesting Metro standard jobs grants, which provides $500 in cash per new job and annual payments repeated uh, for up to seven years. So Oracle has pretty much declined that. So that's over $4 million a year that Nashville would have to give. Uh, that's like $21 million over a seven year period, which is a lot <laughs> of money. That's a lot of dough uh, back in Nashville's budget. So uh, that's just a little bit on what's going on with the Oracle deal and their kind of economic impacts in Nashville, just from their presence being here. Uh, so that's very exciting to see that you know, already with the river North development, like two thirds of it is already taken up by uh, a, a company. So we only have a third of river North to fill up. And then, then the rest of the East bank can uh, start developing. And then last week, Metro industrial board, they approved the Oracle incentives deal seven to two votes. So they were the first step. Uh, there's a lot of other news around Oracle and we'll be covering that tomorrow. All right. Our local artist of the day is John Eason. We're going to be playing his song, no man in black. You can find a Spotify link in the show notes as well as his website. You can listen to all of the artists that we featured here on Nashville Daily by typing in to Spotify, Nashville Daily Artist of the Day. A little bit about John. He's been in Nashville for three years, and uh, I don't think we've talked about this as the favorite restaurant yet. Stuart, where is John's favorite restaurant in Nashville? So this is Robert's Western World. This is off of Broadway. This is one of the best honky-tonks in downtown. I believe they specialize in, like, vintage country music so like steel guitar type situation okay and i have never eaten at robert i haven't either i think if i remember correctly they have a good burger all right well another one on our list to try here is john eason with no man in black there ain't no gospel there ain't no hell sign if there ain't no sam phillips wouldn't be no tennessee three if the stars don't this train goes off the tracks Well, it ain't my kind of music If there ain't no man in black No man in black No Johnny Cash No ring of fire, no walking light Ain't no boy named Sue No folks in prison, no getting rid Man, there ain't no cocaine blues We've been living in a world of hurt and that's 
talking more about Oracle and what's going to happen at River North. We'll also probably be making some predictions on what will become of the rest of that East Bank because just because there's only a few acres left in River North doesn't mean the rest of the East Bank has some really cool things to offer. Thanks for listening to Nashville Daily. You can check us out over on Instagram at xplr.nash as well as our YouTube channel, xplr.nash. For Nashville merch, we have you covered as well. Find that at xplr.life. You can also text us at 615-392-1358. And for more exclusive content, head over to nashvilledailypodcast.com. Nashville Daily is produced right here in the great city of Nashville. So if you like what we're doing, please give this podcast a five-star rating and share it with your friends.